With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of the True Love, Power and Passion podcast with the Pressure Prince. I am the Pressure Prince, the Truth Man, the Royal Priest, the Prophet King of 2304, the Judge Hunter Green of Elohim. I am whoever the fuck I say I am. Because I'm in the I am. And it is my pleasure to deliver this message. Today, we're going to talk about dating. And being prepared for dating. And what I'm calling, know yourself, love yourself. Know yourself, love yourself. Today is an interesting day. At the taping of this particular episode, it is Friday, October 21st, 2022. Exactly five years from the date that I had my heart attack. Yes, folks, at uh, the tender age of 37 years old, I found myself laid up in a hospital having a mild, having suffered a mild heart attack um, playing basketball. I was at a basketball court in Flower Mound, Texas, a court that I would play at often on Saturday mornings. This particular morning, nothing seemed unusual. Got up at six o'clock that morning to arrive at the gym at 7 a.m. As with every Saturday that I attend there. And... Had a great day on the basketball court. You ever have a day in whatever that you're doing that is just different? You're, 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 you're on better than normal. I'm not a great basketball player, but I am a decent one. But that particular day, I was really on, noticeable by everybody else. You ever be so on that everybody takes notice? Like, what's going on with you? It's interesting because one of the guys I play with, we always cracking on each other on the basketball court. And he actually said it. What's going on with you? Are you sick? It was interesting. I'll never forget that day. My shot was on. You know what I mean? Everything. I was floating across the court. And suddenly I had started having chest pains. I didn't know what it was. It was weird. And. Found myself in the in the breezeway or hallway, and ironically, it was a cardiologist who was walking by. It was it was at a uh, church basketball court, and they was having another event up there. And he was the one who asked me, "Are you okay, buddy?" And I finally had to say, "No, I'm not." And he called the uh, the the ambulance to come and to come and get me. But yeah, suffered a mild heart attack and, you know, they took me to the hospital and put stints in and I've been fine ever since. And I I thank God for that moment. It was a 
pivotal moment in my life. It definitely changed the way that I eat. It definitely changed what I eat. Prior to that, I never embraced a vegan diet, vegetarian diet. You know what I mean? Even though I haven't fully gone that way, I've learned to appreciate eating different. So that's best, the best way to say it. Uh, and it was necessary. So today we're actually celebrating five years of that. My sister had posted something on Facebook to commemorate that because she also ended up in the hospital suffering dehydration uh, and had passed out. It was the most, it was the weirdest day ever. Me and my sister were in the hospital at the same time. And so we're grateful to be alive and celebrating, you know, loving yourself, knowing yourself and moving forward. So we're going to talk about that as it relates to dating. Knowing yourself and loving yourself. It's early in the morning at the time that I'm taping this. And I just happened to see something on Facebook that really triggered me doing this. And it was basically talking about someone who <clears throat> was being pursued, if you will, by somebody. Someone had taken interest in another person. But basically there's, the circumstances didn't allow them to fully pursue it was a I'm in a point of healing right now um but the person who was being pursued was extending invitations to do certain things pay for trips and spend money and so forth <clears throat> and the question was how would you handle this you know what I mean how would you handle this now the person is suddenly starting to uh take interest, you know what I mean? How would you handle this? And my question was, you know, if this person is healing, why are you extending yourself to opening up paying for things? I've seen this happen a lot. I've seen this happen a lot on, on what, you know, what people post on social media. They're willing to, to pay for somebody to come on an expensive trip with expectations. You know what I mean? That maybe the other person is not willing to engage in, but who wouldn't like a good trip? I think it's wrong on both sides to not be honest Folks, let me tell you something. I understand the world that we live in. Men and women. It's often difficult to know who's genuine and who isn't. Now, I don't I don't pull punches. I'm a born again, spirit filled Christian believer. I believe in the power that is in Christ Jesus. I believe he is the only way of salvation the only way of having a relationship with God, the only way to truly live life and have it more abundantly, spiritually, peacefully. So that is included in everything that I do. And I refuse to not live that way. 
So, and that's the way that I approach life. And one of the things that I learned when dating is you really have to ask yourself some solid questions. You know what I mean? Before you before you date in general or date someone, the question is why? And what? What do you mean why? Shouldn't it be obvious you want to be with somebody? You want a relationship? You want sex? You want companionship? You want to spend time with someone? Yeah, but why? You know what I mean? What is it that you are missing that you need somebody to be there? Don't think this this question is strange or beating people down. I get it. <laughs> I totally understand. This is not this is not an admonition to to make you stay single. It's it's you have to really break down what it is that you're trying to fulfill. Because you can have expectations for somebody that doesn't even belong to them. I don't expect for somebody to make me happy. I'm happy by myself. I'm happy in myself. I'm happy in my relationship with God. I know my soul. I know how to nurture my soul. I want somebody to spend and enjoy that with, but and they can add to it, but they can't make it. You see what I'm saying? A relationship shouldn't make you. Does that make sense? It's interesting because I had a great conversation with my mom last night. It was strange because I know God set it up because I didn't intend for it to go there. And I'm sure my mom didn't either. And it was weird because my mom knows all my relationship <laughs> issues. You know, all the women I've dated. You know, my mom is the person I talk to. I got a great relationship with my dad. But I talk to my mom about all my relationship stuff. My brother does that with my dad. But my mom is like, so she knows every woman I've been with, the extent of it. You know, every experience, including sexual, without going too deep with her. But my mom knows knows my, my life because my mom knows my heart. So it just so happened we went through a history. It was strange because it didn't start that way. But as she kept asking, I was like, well, let's go down the list, Ma. You know, what happened here, what happened there? Because I've, I've learned a lot from each one. You know what I mean? Appreciate it for what it was and so forth. But after I had been married and divorced twice. And it was like, you know, Lord, I take marriage seriously. So wh why does it keep ending up this way? You know what I mean? And this is what he told me without asking that question. I'll never forget. I was driving on some highway expressway in Dallas. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you didn't love yourself. Now, folks, I know God. I know who God is. I know how God is. God is never wrong. That was one time I wanted to argue with him and tell him he was wrong. <laughs> Just being honest, I know how I know how foolish that sounds, but it was I was literally denying what he said until we talked about it, and I started going down the list. No, Lord, I did this and did that, 
And he said, exactly. You loved what you do, what you did. But you didn't love yourself. Now, God knows everything. So it's not like he didn't know. But what was he saying? What did that mean? And that's what I'm trying to share with you today. What does it mean to love yourself? Some people in loving themselves are narcissists. That seems to be the word going around now. Narcissism. And not everybody you perceive to be a narcissist really is. You know what I mean? Certain people are built a certain way. That's why you got to ask yourself if you really want a relationship. Sometimes it could be narcissism. Because you want you think you're supposed to have some somebody in your life. When you're not even in a position to nurture that person. Folks, marriage is a serious deal. Everybody wants to be married, but do you even know what it's for? You know what I mean? Marriage is not about ownership. Even though that's what it is. You're owning somebody's body. You're about to take possession of somebody's body. This is mine for sexual purposes. That's what it is. Comes with a whole lot of other benefits, but sex is the primary one. Are you ready to include somebody and do what God wants you to do to fulfill them? See, we, we have expectations, but are they God expectations? That's for men and women. I know men and women who get tired of having sex with their spouse. Well, there's a problem there. There's something pulling at you or frustrating you to where you don't desire them in the way that you should. Especially if the feeling isn't mutual at the time of sexual resistance. So you have to know God, know yourself and love yourself. And watch this, folks. Loving yourself and knowing yourself are two different things. Because you can know things about yourself. That are currently the circumstances, but that's not who you need to be. That's not how you need to be. You get what I'm saying? God is, is your maker. God is who makes you into what you need to be. Are you being groomed by God for marriage? Are you subjecting yourself to him even for dating? You know, marriage is a serious thing, but so is dating. Because if you do it with anybody else guiding you except God, okay, but you're gambling. And in your gamble, and I, I, don't, I don't even want to just say gambling, but you got to understand people are people. And if people aren't postured a certain way, they can be wasting your time. Especially if you're not drawing from them wisdom and assessment to know where you're going and how you want to go. Not all dating that doesn't lead to 
you know, an exclusive relationship or marriage is bad. Dating is discovery. You know what I mean? As you date people, go out, hang out. It doesn't have to be sexual. It's a way for you to engage and find out things about them, but also things about you. Are you listening? When you go out with somebody, typically they're showing you things experientially that you've never experienced or have and not with them or vice versa. You know, maybe you've never gone to this type of museum before, or maybe you've never eaten at this restaurant before. And maybe this person likes to go roller skating and you haven't been roller skating since you were a kid. You see what I'm saying? You never been on a hot air balloon, right? Whatever. And, and, And you find out that you really like these things when they introduce you to it. So that's also the benefit of dating. You're learning about you. This is important, folks, because this is why, you know, I don't feel sympathy for anybody who won't take it to, to God. But as a minister, I help them learn about God. You get what I mean? And I see people, they're struggling with dating because they're not, they're not doing it the right way. And it's crazy because I deal with a lot of Christian men and women who don't get it. <laughs> you don't have to be Christian to, to pick up wisdom from what I'm saying. It would be awesome. Everybody needs to come to the Lord. But you need truth and wisdom and people don't get it. They think that they're, they're that the answers will come any other way. That's why I have a podcast. You know, fuck with the truth man. I am the truth man. I'm telling you the truth and I'm leading you not just from the spirit of truth, what I'm saying, but to him. You need to get answers and you're not going to get them any other way but the counsel of the Lord. It's almost laughable now because we live in such a world that has such immoralities and, and atrocities and different things going on, different belief systems and religions and so forth. I don't care about none of that. I know who Jesus is. I'm just that, you can call it narcissism, cocky, whatever. I know who Jesus is. This is not a question for me. Okay? It might be hard to convince somebody, but that ain't my problem. That's theirs. Blessed is he who believes who has, and, and has not seen. You hear what I'm saying? So people can dilly-dally around religions and so forth in unbelief. I get it. But that ain't my problem. His ways, even if you don't know him, his ways prove. You know what I mean? True. The, the, the Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, when you read those two books in the Bible that are spiritual and practical application for living. It tells you everything about money, investing, uh, you know, life, treating your wife, what's important, what isn't, what's vanity, what isn't. Embrace this, embrace that. That's life. So I just, and see, if you don't approach it this way, what you're not going to do, I can, I can assure you this, you're not going to get a God life outside of a God life, outside of his wisdom and truth. Again, that doesn't have to be you being Christian, but I'm talking about you're not going to arrive at a blessed result 
not taking the blessed route. You get what I'm saying? So do you really know yourself? Do you know what you like? Not everybody is the same. How do you handle conflict? Do you have a history of being jealous? For nothing. You get what I'm saying? What is it that you really expect out of a person? Are you willing to sacrifice time and invite people into your space? It's easy to want to be with somebody and desiring somebody. Are you desirable? It's funny. I just made this. I'm, I'm very transparent, folks. Very bold and so forth. I made a I made a post on Facebook that said I have a confession. I'm fat. You know what I mean? And I bust out laughing after I after I posted it. I've been short and chubby all my life. I I'm not bad in my in my shape. You know what I mean? And where where I'm at right now. But it's it's worse than it's it has been. And so this, that was a pivot point for me. I just had to put it out there. Because if I don't put it out there, I'll keep denying it. You know what I mean? I just need to, I just need a little bit of exercise and drop me about 20 or 25 pounds. You know what I mean? But I had to admit it. Are there things about you that, that you're saying is okay? That really isn't. I'll tell you what else is killing people's relationship life and dating life. They're not honest with themselves. They're not honest with God. Everybody wants to believe that they're good and nothing needs to be changed. That's not loving yourself. Last night, I loved myself in a way that I had never loved myself before. I made that confession. I'm fat. You know what I mean? Saying it that way. Now I can do something about it. I recognize this is a problem. If I really love myself, now that I've admitted it, let me go do something about it. Let me go, let me go walk in a day and get back on my push-ups. Push-ups is really one of the things I used to do all the time. And I fell off. Let me go take care of my body. If you want somebody to impre- appreciate your body, do you appreciate it? I mean, really. Folks, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with loving food and loving to go out and so forth. But understand. When it's a problem and you got to be honest about it. If you don't love yourself, how are you going to expect other people to? That creates an unhealthy expectation. Babe, do you think I'm beautiful? Do you think you're beautiful? Because what if they, what if they say no, and hopefully they don't say that, but what if they say it in a way that alludes to they're not as attracted to you as they used to be? See, we we live in a world that loves lies. At the expense of, or with the approach of being nice. Oh, you hurt their feelings. Oh, don't say that. You should just love me. It's it's crazy because I've seen stuff on, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, where it would be a young lady who, who posts this before picture, 
being excessively overweight and talking about how her her boyfriend or husband didn't appreciate her that at that size. And then they divorced. And then she goes and loses all this weight. Look at me now. You know what I mean? I wonder what he would say now. Well, he'd probably say you look really good now. I'm glad you made a, a life change. And let me say this. I'm serious, folks. As loving as I am, as you know, honest as I am, as truthful as I am, gracious in the Lord, that shit is wrong. Because if you lost the weight after the fact, that lets you know that there was a problem. You didn't lose that weight. You see what I'm saying? Because the person made you, you lost that weight because you realized it was a problem. But you realized it was a problem after they left you. Or after it broke up, even if you broke it off with them because they made you feel bad or whatever. It could have been other things. But physical attraction is a part of a relationship. It shouldn't be all of a relationship. But if sex is the reason for marriage. That's why I said I'm not that I'm not that fake ass religious person. That perpetuates lies. There's more to a person than just sexual attraction. But you can embrace those qualities not being with them. So when it really comes down to it, you want somebody to accept you for you. But do you even accept you for you? That's what I said. You know, we, we be celebrating stuff. I'd be like, that ain't something to celebrate about. Congratulations, you lost the weight. Did you go back and apologize to that person? I'm sorry I let myself get there. I wish you had helped me more and maybe you could have helped me, encourage me to lose weight. But he, uh, folks, don't fucking lie. There's a lot of times you can encourage somebody and they still won't do it. They're not motivated to. They don't love you enough to keep themselves up because they don't love themselves enough. Y'all going to learn from, I'm telling you, you're going to learn from the royal priest. You're going to learn from the pressure prince. You're going to learn from the truth man. Okay. I'm not finna pull punches. This is, this is reality. Do you know yourself and do you love yourself? Do you love God? Because certain things that you love about yourself might be totally wrong. You get what I'm saying? You know how to make money, but you don't know how to save money. You know what I mean? You spend too much. I know women who like to shop. Now, this is not to make fun of people, but I'll never forget. I heard that from an individual. That's how they make themselves feel better. They like to shop. What? (laughs) that means just buy it's like buy what (laughs) you know what I mean folks that's a that's a spirit that's a a stronghold you know what that says I don't have peace in my life I don't know how to find peace you're pulling from the outside come with it holy ghost You're pulling from the outside because you don't have peace and joy on the inside. You really don't love yourself. You're you're, like the Lord told me, you're so trying to find the doings, the you're trying to stay busy. 
Because you're, you're, it's no internal busyness, no internal peace. You, you don't find a playground in your heart like a, like a kid. You're worried about everything because you don't really love. If you had to sit with yourself, this is good. If you had to sit with yourself, it would devastate you. You would be depressed talking to you. Now, I want you to do this. This is a little activity, okay? I want you to imagine you in your current state, how you look, your job, your other activities, your dating life, if you have one, whatever, okay? And I want you to imagine that you have been replicated, okay? That you are sitting in a room with the exact replication of yourself. And you're about to have a conversation with yourself. Listen to yourself. You know what I mean? Etc. I just want you to imagine it. How do you feel about that person sitting across from you? How do you feel about them and how do you think they feel about you? This is knowing yourself, loving yourself. If you can't stand that person. That should tell you something. If you're not happy with that person. Because ultimately, that's what you're bringing into your life. The person you date. They won't be a replicated you. They'll be a complimentary you. Or at least that's what's best. You want somebody who's not just like you. But who fits with you. Two puzzle pieces of the same puzzle aren't shaped the same, but they fit together. There are certain elements of their, this is a good analogy too. There are certain elements of them that overlap. Some of the same colors, lines, etc. because it's part of a puzzle. So something is drawn across it. There's an image drawn across it. So it's going to incorporate some of the same colors, elements, and so forth. But the pieces are different and even what's on it is different. So you want somebody who fits your 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 puzzle piece. Are you drawn and painted correctly? Because whether you like it or not, you're being in a relationship, you're being painted for somebody. To match somebody and I'll tell you what's killing dating. You're not talking to God. You need to be. I told my mom that last night. Mom, people actually think they get out of this. You don't. You just waste more time coming to that reality. You cannot do it without faith. You cannot do it without God and it arrive at a right result. You cannot do it without wisdom. You being good doesn't mean you'll get a good relationship. People are drawn to good people. Snakes are drawn to good people, folks. You get what I'm saying? Abusers, misusers, narcissists are drawn to good people. Attracted to physically. Are you attracting, I hate to use the law of attraction because I don't really look at it like that, but are you, are you drawn to 
entertaining people without seeking God about it. They might be the best and most awesome person you have ever met, but they may not belong to you or be right for you. Notice I said belong. God knows how to bring two people together. He knows the right puzzle piece for you. But people just think, you know, eh, I'm going to do a little church, do a little religion. You know, people do some witchcraft stuff. We're going to burn a little bit of sage to ward off evil spirits. We're going to do this law of attraction shit. Folks, if y'all don't stop fucking playing, <laughs> you need to have a conversation with God, which means you need to learn about him so that you can know him. That requires reading your Bible. That requires prayer. That requires a denial of self. Or don't. <laughs> like, how is it going for you? It's not going to change for the better without him. And I got to say this for those who truly are Christian. You've been lied to by a lot of pastors. They tell you how good God is and how much he's going to bless you. So we sit back and we treat him like a genie. Oh, I'm just going to put in my wishes. And poof, pow, here it comes. That's the goodness of God. That's how we project it. Folks, if I could tell you the level of warfare it's going to take to get to the destination. And you prolong that the longer you stay away from God. I'm not saying it has to be a long road. I'm saying you, you stave it off. You hold it off the longer you stay away from the wisdom of God to get there. Make a list of people that you'll never date or date again. And that already tells me you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Don't notice how I told you I'm raw with it, folks. I'm going to say it one more time just in case you didn't catch it. Make a list. Of people you will never date or date again or marry again. And that tells me you don't understand. Well, Prince, why do you say that? Because you don't get to tell God who's best for you. That's narcissism. To believe that somebody who was once in your life could never be in your life again. Oh, you're just that great. And they're just that terrible that not even God can change them. Now we've hit the problem. You don't know God. And you think you're so good. You're making this money right now. And you you, fight, you know what I mean? You've been going to the gym, get squats is on. So you got a fat ass now that's in shape. A shapely fat ass. You know what I mean? Or men, you, you know. You finally getting your money on and you, you, you can show stacks of money. And so that just makes you grade A material. And this person you was with before was just so bad that not even God can change them. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it, folks. You think you fucking know everything. You see what I'm saying? Oops. I'm telling you the truth. You may not like the truth. Who wants to spend time in prayer and, and seeking God who you can't see when there's plenty of people around that you can go and date and, and we're just going to guess our way at it. Okay, Lord, I got uh, uh, people. I got news from the hot courts of heaven. You are fooling yourself. Because watch this. 
outside of the God element, Satan ain't in your best interest. Satan is trying to lead you into a bad relationship through your ego. I'll never go back to this person. Just the spirit of that. Are you praying that in not going back to them that God changed them? That they be a blessed individual, you know, ready and whole and knowing themselves and loving themselves and ready to have that right person in their life? No, then you're the one with the problem. How evil is that? Talking about law of attraction. Now, by the way, I don't really get into that law of attraction and karma, but I do believe you reap what you sow. Principles aren't quite the same, but they, they overlap. You reap what you sow. So you're wishing, you're not wishing, you're withholding virtue and, and, and blessing. Just the desire for it, for other parties, somebody you, you dated before or married to and so forth. You, you didn't never stop and think that somebody's, God is allowing that same justice for you. With the same measure you meet with all, it will be measured to you again. Can you bless your ex in prayer? Really desire them to be blessed in the direction they go despite what they did to you. I can. Every last one. Folks, and I'm telling you, that's why I sleep peacefully at night. The love of God is in me. I love God. God loves me. <clears throat> I'm healed. If I'm not healed, I'm healing because I'm with him. And I so enjoy the goodness of God. I want others to as well, including the people who were in my life. They're not in my life anymore. That way to be able to hurt me and so forth. The circumstances were what they were. I had my role in it. You may have done everything right. But if after the relationship ends, you're not praying for their restoration and or repentance, they were wrong. Are you praying for their genuine repentance? Even if you don't want to be back with them, if the answer is no. And folks, here's the here's the bad part. part. Don't lie about it. If you really can't stand your ex. Then say that. Be honest with God. And then say, God, work on me so that I can forgive them. See, people aren't genuine. People aren't honest. I have a real question for people who call out narcissists. You see what I'm saying? Because if you don't run that counsel through the Lord, you're the narcissist. You see what I'm saying? You actually believe. Your thoughts are more important than God's counsel. That's why I say I don't follow after the ways of the world. Fuck everybody in that regard. You'll never find true love until you look at God. <laughs> this is hilarious to me. God is love. God is love. So if you're going to find true love, you have to reflect it and you have to know how to find it. You got to know what it looks like. Some of you talk about narcissism. Some of y'all are only looking for people who cater to you. You don't want a man who comes into your life who tells you the truth. A woman who comes into your life who tells you the truth. 
not even honest with yourself. You elude truth. You want your ego stroked. So you bring up people around you who celebrate you in an unrighteous state. I do not want those people around me. I want people around me who tell me the truth. You know what I mean? Because then I know they'll, they'll, they'll really celebrate me. Because whereas I'm trying to celebrate now, they're saying, nah, son, nah, you got you got an issue. Can you love yourself and embrace, you know, where you're flawed, not embrace your flaws, but embrace where you're flawed. You can admit your flaws. If you can't, you don't love yourself. You know what I mean? Shout out to Lizzo. I think Lizzo is a gorgeous woman and talented. I didn't know she played the flute. That's a bad woman. <clears throat> Again, people have talked about her, her being overweight and obesity. You know what I mean? I really don't know what to make of it. I think she's, she's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Do I think she's at a size that I, you know, that I would want to handle? I'm 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 a short guy, so I don't know if I can. <laughs> but even so, see, it's one thing to love your to embrace where you're at. But there's certain things that you, you can't avoid. You know what I mean? How you get in and out of places, and do you have to buy two seats on the plane? And see, if you can't embrace that reality and not feel shamed about it, you don't really love yourself. You want other people to celebrate you and you're putting it out there so other people will love you. Folks, that's like I said, that's that's a pride parade. Like the LGBTQ community, they need outside celebration. They don't have an inward one. And that's what it comes down to. Can you celebrate you with God on the inside? If you can't celebrate yourself with God on the inside and God say yes, Strut your stuff because you're honest with him and honest with yourself. You know when to celebrate and you know when to take a step back and say, Lord, I really messed up. I'm really missing it here. If you can't do that, you're not ready to date. And you can't blame anybody for anything because only God is the true assessor. You know what I mean? When you love yourself, you don't tolerate certain stuff. And that doesn't mean being with somebody and then breaking it off because such and such happens. You know, infidelity might be that, that breaker. But I'm just talking about other stuff. I'm not finna tolerate. Well, are you checking with God on it? Are you, are you bold enough, honest enough to talk about it? Some people break stuff off before they get understanding. Some people cut stuff, cut people off without correcting them. <laughs> you know, you know, some relationships that could have been salvaged from just having an honest conversation. An honest one, honest with each other and honest with God. And letting God say what's what. Some relationships fall apart because you weren't real. Some women want men to lead everything, but what do what? 
You can't lead a conversation. You can't speak up. Correct this man. Your correction. Listen, folks. Like I said, I can only speak to individuals who are going to be honest and recognize who God is and who you aren't without him. You may have to correct a person unto being right for you. I know what that's about. You know what I mean? I don't want a project. I get that. I get it. But uh, sometimes that might be what God is sending you. Because you might be the project and don't even know it. And to not think that's a possibility is that narcissism y'all keep talking about. See, who are you to say what needs to be done and what doesn't? Only God can help you know that. In fact, every person is a narcissist if they think they know the answer is not talking to God. Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, I ask people that. Who the fuck are you? So I'm just, you know, it's interesting. When you listen to the, the podcast episodes, I'm very direct. This is not a burning, you know, candles and put on some smooth jazz type of, this is how you get there, okay? <laughs> this is how you get there to true love, power, and passion. It is raw and gritty because if we don't smooth this out with gritty sandpaper, you're going to mess people up. Splinters in, in, in relationships, in the fingers of relationships. Drawing blood. Because you're not honest. You may very well be ready for a relationship. But it costs. Time. Honesty. Love. True love is not just about what you get. It's about what you can give. If you haven't learned the blessing of giving love. You'll never understand. 